can be difficult to think of your giraffe getting older, especially when they're still so vibesy. But over the age of 170, they are at higher risk of developing certain conditions such as lazy neck and also hearing loss, especially in the lower end. That's why different music is so important. The more you get them to listen to different music, the more the neck will skank. Get your different music fix for your beloved giraffe at www.differentmusic.com
welcome to the Different Music Radio Show on Subtle Radio. My name is Ben Funks, aka the Funkin' Bunkinator, aka DJ Fucking Hell. We might actually get to go to a party this year. That lovely piece of music you just heard was Polo 1.2 Live uh, by The Colours That Rise, which is out today on Rhythm Section International. Uh, I've been rinsing this tune. Uh, literally for weeks it's just fantastic so shouts to Bradley Zero uh, who runs the label and yeah shouts to uh, the Colours at Rice because it's just amazing if you haven't listened to their album Grey Doubt which came out last year on Rhythm Section I seriously recommend going and checking that out because uh, it's a fantastic body of work and yeah shouts to Rob and Owen for introducing me to that one Basically, that tune got me thinking about the Autonomic Podcasts, um, which, can you believe it, are like 10 years old now, over 10 years old now. Um, but yeah, it felt like it's the sort of thing that would have got played on one of them. Uh, so this next tune is a little something from that era. It's a D-Bridge Rendezvous from the Mosaic Volume 1 compilation on Exit Records. Tens by Dexter. Uh, this is forthcoming on different uh, out at the end of March. Mm-hmm. 
So the track underneath me right now is Reparation Dub by Ditch. This one forthcoming on the Blunted Breaks Volume 2 compilation on Western Law. Uh, shouts to Deadman's Chest for sending this over the other day. <laughs> Underneath me now is Condemned by K Super and Atlas. This has just come out on Sweetbox yesterday. It's a B-side to Flumps by K Super. Uh, and if you want to hear an interview and guest mix from K Super, then head over to our SoundCloud and check out last month's show. That's uh, the January Different Music Soul Radio Show. So on today's show, I'm joined by No Nation and Shiba Q, who regular subtle listeners will obviously know from their own shows on the station. Uh, if you're not familiar with them, then they've just put out the latest G-Step release on different music that came out yesterday. Two tracks called Seasonal Grief and Mother of Mars, which are both just amazing, uh, just far out jungle tracks, basically. <laughs> Um, so because they've got their own shows rather than get them in for a guest mix we decided to ask them to pick some tracks that have been influential uh, for their own musical journey or just inspiring to them in general uh, so we're going to have an interview with them both in a little bit and then we're going to play their picks they've got five tracks each to go through so at first we're going to have a little listen to Seasonal Grief which as I say is out now on different music Thank you. 
was Seasonal Grief by No Nation and Shiba Q. And this one coming in now is the flip side, Mother of Mars. Uh, after this, we're gonna head into the interview and then their uh, track selections for their 10 influential tracks. So stay locked, this is Different Music on Soul Radio.
So, hello, No Nation, Shiba Q, aka Hamza and Maggie. How are you, are you both doing? Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm all good. I'm uh, surviving. I'm surviving. And thanks for having us as well. Um, keep on keeping on. Yeah, it's about the best that we can all do at the moment, really, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, for real. So, uh, obviously, you're both joining uh, us today because you've got your G-Step release out, which actually would have dropped yesterday as of this show going out. Okay, cool. Uh, so, very excited about that. I'm pretty sure... Uh, we're recording this interview a little bit early, as always, uh, but I'm pretty sure that the vinyl might have sold out already as well. I know it's sold out yeah, on Bandcamp. I think, I think, yeah, on Bandcamp. Yeah, I think it has, yeah. yeah. And there's a, yeah, there's I'm a guest, few, I'm guest. Yeah, sweet. There's a few copies on Discworld, which I think have sold out by this point as well, so... Oh, is it? Jeez. I'm too far. I never thought I was going to be in this position. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean, man? How's it feel? Is, is this your, I know, uh, Maggie, you've had obviously the tune with Double uh, O that I know I've already got the Co- that Coco Bryce remix, which is on vinyl, but is this like yeah. the first bit of vinyl for yeah, you so, two other than yeah, that? that, uh, that yeah, that that God is a Woman is like the, I guess the first one that I featured on, but then this one, yeah, is also... A different kind of first but second so it's all happening in quick succession as well so yeah very exciting it's good stuff it's uh yeah it's a good feeling i i, I haven't had my music on vinyl because i don't make any music but <laughs> <laughs> it's a and that is feeling. okay <laughs> it's a good feeling to put it out there and and the the music's been getting a lot of love online as well from from people so yeah. yeah, that's that's one thing recently that has been like that's been really cool to see online is just like the amount of support that we've had from people and like the people that have just like said that they were feeling the tracks or people that have played it like people that have played it that's blown me away but that's blown me away but yeah it's just it's it's mad to see like uh, I I've I've all like been thinking about putting music out for a while but not like I didn't think that people would play it and stuff you know what I mean like. <laughs> You got the confidence now. You got the the. It's like it's just... belief. Like it's. I've definitely yeah. like it's given me a little bit more like self belief that like actually our 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 sound is like is serious. Like people yeah, it's people making like, sense to people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good. Yeah, there's. I think um, it was the comment that uh, saw threshold make uh, on Facebook the other day, which was really like really nice, where he said that like you'd like taken all the advice and then ignored everything and done your own thing which i love like. yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. now i really respect like um threshold like so much and he's just he just like wants to elevate people who want to try and wants to help like you know what i mean and he's just so wise got so much experience so it was so nice for him to just you know say that yeah no for, he's one of my favorite producers as well like the music that he's making is he's making like some of the most serious jungle and drum and bass so like to have like compliments from him in terms of music is like is amazing isn't it yeah absolutely i remember having a conversation with him uh it must be a few years ago now um after a part i think it was after a party that me and dexter put on and he was saying about like it's all very well having you know like this crazy production and hectic drums and like all this but unless it's got like unless it's got some soul and some funk in there 
then what's the point? And I think that mm. your music's absolutely got that in there. Like, it's got that. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> the, another another good quote I think was what Sherelle said on her uh, radio show about like with uh, seasonal grief the moment mm. in her face like, going just, funny yeah exactly pull it in the face <laughs> like... yeah yeah I think I think what's kind of cool about the whole journey as well is that like Hums have been like exploring music for time but it's only within the last year that we've actually like both been enjoying and making jungle but because like the whole foundation I guess is like just different kinds of music I hope and I think that's what people like can hear coming through which is cool yeah yeah and exactly and we'll we're certainly going to get into some different types of music when we're going through your uh <laughs> your tracks in a minute so yeah so I guess I wanted to kind of just take it back then obviously you said like the the jungle thing's been the past few years but I wanted to take it back to like the foundation where you guys both met uh, at university, right? And was it like yeah, yeah. you bonded over, like initially? I'm not even sure how we first spoke. But you I know what's remember. really funny is that there's there's pictures on on Facebook of Ham. Like I used to hold games nights at my flat, and there's pictures of Hamza there, but I don't remember him being there, and he doesn't remember speaking to me. But he was at my house. And we were all. Yeah. I feel like we were like in the same circle with a few people. Like we had like just like mutual friends. Or just like had been chatting to someone who like chatting to one of her friends and then we just end up at the same place. And then from there, like my earliest memories of like really speaking with Margaret, I can remember being in the car, like we was driving somewhere and like just listening to tunes. Like I had loads of CDs in my in my car. So like listening to like soul and R and B music and like Ray Ears and yeah, like, our, our relationship at that time, our friendship at the time was, like, we was pretty much just friends solely based on this taste of music like, that we had. You were saying it, it was, like, mainly, like, soul and R&B and stuff at, the, at that time? Yeah, yeah, like, um, do you know what's funny? Like, when, when, when it was, I mean, this conversation just made me think, like, when people ask me, like, what music um, do I listen to? Yeah, it's like, I always just default to soul music. And I don't even mean just like, when I say soul music, I don't mean like 70s soul music. It's just like any music with feeling, like with like strong, intense feeling. And like, I feel like we communicated on that. Like I felt like we shared the understanding for music or like the way that we spoke about music was like in that way. Like we, we, we just spoke, we spoke in the same language. You know what I mean? Like that's That's... It was just yeah. It was, I guess it was just like the the feeling in music is what we we connected over. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. how, how was it that you both like kind of had a come to have like an affinity for that sort of music? Was that is that coming from things that you've like think, up around or your own sort of? Oh, what like you mean prior to us even? Yeah, prior yeah, to yeah. Us, like what has laid that down? Do you mean like yeah? Um, well, I know for me especially, and I feel, and one of the tunes actually, the Lady Smith one. Uh, one thing I really, really love is like harmonies, and from like a very young age, because I'm from uh, Tanzania, there's like a way like that people chant, like a Bantu chant, which is like all about harmonies and feelings. So I've grown up like with that, and yes. so and just good music in the house. So yeah, definitely that I of like not necessarily being specific genre to genre but just music that makes you feel and that's why jungle definitely is like soulful music yeah and um 
in my house growing up, like that was just the music that was being played, like mostly, um, especially my mum's younger sister is, I think the age gap between me and her is smaller than her and my mum. So it's like, I, it was like having an older sister growing up because I'm the eldest. I'm, I'm, I'm the eldest of my, I've only got a sister, younger sister, but it was like having an older sister who would like show me like she's listening to R&B and stuff like 90s R&B so I was like listening to a lot of that and then like a lot of neo soul my mum was like into yeah it's like a lot of 70s soul music in my house and it growing up yeah so I guess it started there nice so let's talk about the CD uh that Humza had given you which is one of the which appears in a very rudimentary form on the uh, in the artwork for the release, and I wondered, and there's a, there's a few bits like that that I wondered if you could kind of talk us through. So, talk us through that CD first. Like, what what was that CD supposed to represent, or what was on that? CD? Yeah. So literally, it it was just um, as we were as we were saying, like listening to music in the car. I think that was a CD that Hamza like lent to me that I just never gave back. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd always just see it like clean, like, oh, that CD, I have no intention of giving that back. And then just <laughs> move on with my day. Um, but yeah, and then I can't remember. Oh yeah, the other thing that's, uh, the, the other sticker is like the Brighton, the Brighton Rock, because uh, we spent a lot of time, or at least I really like going to Brighton and we would go together and just, like look out and just get inspired by the sea it's like not that far from where i live um so that's those two i don't know if you want to take the uh, other one we got lava lamp we got some jam and a calculator <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the lava lamp is just for me yeah is just because the, the 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 studio space we use is at margaret's house and so i've just spent I spent a lot of nights there with the lava lamp on <laughs> and just editing drums and you know like making all those tweaks in the track that no one else hears but you and just the lava lamp in the corner and that's yeah just as homage to all of those moments that we've just well, yeah, spent. in the too late in the too late video that we did there's a little clip of you like and you've like um... yeah because it was just I've spent a lot of nights just next to the lava lamp and it's like a very nice it just it's, it is it it supplies like a nice ambience to the room that you're in in it when you're trying to get in the zone you get me so perfect for 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 studio lighting like <laughs> on a budget yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's what the lava lamp's for um and yeah the the calculator obviously we all um met doing engineering that's actually where i met my husband and felix as well so we all doing engineering all geeks for maths so just had to insert that calculator you can even see some calculations there <laughs> um, and what else I can't remember what else was on there the jam. Jam. yeah because um the event that I started off uh in I think 20 either 17 or 18 I can't remember called jam in the attic because it was hosted upstairs at the Ritzy so the idea was that we were jamming jam in the attic and then that was like when all of our DJ crew, yeah, that's the name for now. <laughs> um, we would, we would like, we mix, but the way we arranged it meant that we could all like mix our varying genres of music to a receptible crowd, if that's the right word. And like my intentions for Jam in the Attic was to like bring jungle to like black and brown youth because I was like getting into it and I was like, wait, why? 
am I going to all these raves or why am I going to these fairs? And there's just only like white guys. Like this is, this is black music. What's going on here? Then I, you know, was doing research, realized what happened. I was like, okay, let me do my bit to like show people that you don't need to think that this is just white people's music. Like this is actually our music. Funnily enough, that event is, that's where I first heard about you. And that was through uh, an interview I had did with Flight in, mm-hmm. I can't remember if it was 2019 or 2020, sometime around then. And she was Ooh. saying about that event and basically bigging you up for, for doing that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, nice. you were play, so you were playing like all, star, like all sorts of stuff there. And then, like you said, trying to bring like so yeah that's what, that what was really well. cool because it was like towards the end me and felix would come and once everyone's been warmed up try and play jungle but that's why like hamza was so crucial because he was like the one playing the tunes that you definitely know that people are gonna like rock to. Yeah, these times i didn't understand jungle like i wasn't listening <laughs> to jungle so i was one of these people that margaret was trying to educate at the time innit? but i just have i wasn't getting it like i didn't get it like because i'll go to their house here and these lot will be bopping their heads to all of these, like, smashing drums and that. And I was just like, what are you lot listening to? And I didn't get it. Like, I didn't get it. You know what I mean? And then, so, but obviously, eventually I got it. Like. <laughs> but them times I was just playing hip-hop. Like, I'd been DJing, like, because Morgan Felix had got me into DJing, like, before that event. And um, so I'd been, like, DJing and playing clubs and stuff. But I was just doing hip-hop R&B. Like, and that was just my vibe, innit? And... So yeah, what's she done? It's proper works, like. Right? <laughs> <laughs> what's that? Yeah, yeah. I said you had the you were like residency with the with Vibe London, right? Playing. Yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. It was, that was a good night because it was like it's like the only night that I could go and play music that I wanted to play because I hated the fact that like ninety nine percent of or all of them actually of hip hop R and B nights in London one hundred percent all of them play the same music. Like, you can go to any club and just hear the same set over and over again. But Vibe London was like, or Hip Hop Soul was the night, but the promoter Vibe London, they were like very, um, they were on this like, we want to play music that no one else is playing in clubs. So it was just like a lot of Neo Soul and a lot of like, I don't know, you can call it like alternate hip hop, that like people, like not necessarily club music, basically, like just like old school hip hop or like jazz hip hop and just beats and just weird things. Like, and I could just, take all types of music to that and just play man that sounds well. yeah it was a lot of fun it was a lot of fun people would get like the memories I'm, I'm now you got me reminiscing like before covid and that <laughs> yeah that's it oh i don't i, I can't even think about i can't even think about it too much it makes me, it makes me too upset. <laughs> he's just went <laughs> 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 Um, so, <laughs> so, so yeah so you kind of you kind of answered by my next question really then about uh when sort of jungle first came onto this into the the picture uh it's it, I was, mm. it's interesting that it was so late for you hamza especially now that you're literally just put out a jungle record in fact yeah that's what i'm saying they got me good they got me good you know <laughs> yeah, they got really. me so good you know what it was yeah it was because I remember, like, the day when I, I can remember vividly the day that I started understanding it, yeah. The because, Eureka moment. Yeah, the Eureka moment I had, yeah, was because, um, so I'd, like, I was doing a radio show, yeah, on um, a weekly at this this um, station in Tottenham Hill. And Margaret um, invited me to, like, Felix's birthday. They were going to some 
some rave in Tottenham Hill. I, I didn't even know. These times, I'd, I was just going to hip-hop events. So I didn't even know about, you know, like, venues like The Cause and Five Miles. Like, they're not really doing hip-hop events like that. So I didn't even know about them. So uh, on that on that day, I was at the radio and I was having a few drinks. So I was like, by the time I left, I was fresh, yeah. And then got to The Cause. I didn't really know what the event was. Like, I saw the... Um, like the flyer and that, but I didn't really know what it was. And then I got there and it was just, obviously the lineup was insane. Like it was Jungle Jam, in it? So it was like, at the time I didn't know. So it was like Chris in Perspective and Fly and Equinox and just bare people, like loads of heads. And so obviously the music was in, was insane, in it? So it was like, for first wave experience, yeah, it was like, it was heavy, 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 heavy. <laughs> <laughs> and then that was it. From there, I started, I started banging things out. Like I started going to everything. I went distant planet the next day. <laughs> yes. So that's it. Then uh, that's it. After after those two, like I started at the very top in it. So I was locked from there. Yeah, yeah. No going back at that point. If you yeah, yeah, yeah. That. You still have that video on your Instagram, Hamza, of like the tune you made, like after distant planet. Yeah, yeah. I even made a tune after distant planet. Like that's how deep <laughs> it got me. Like. Because I was making hip-hop and that. Like, I was, I started experimenting with hip-hop beats and stuff. But I wasn't really, like, feeling hip-hop like that. I'd, I'd, I I wouldn't, like, go out and stuff. Like, I'll go out if I was DJing. But other than that, I'll go out for people's birthdays. But I wouldn't really, like, go out. Like, and it was, yeah, it was, like, music was just a, something that I just do at home, innit? you know what I mean? Or, like, for work or, but, yeah, it drum and bass like and jungle and that was different like it was just a different energy like you know what i mean yeah really that's the best way mm. it's just a different energy that's the i've heard like that exact phrase come up like time and time again when people talk about <laughs> it because it's just nothing else like it is there like no 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 there's nothing yeah. it's so funny as well because like felix and i were looking for people to come raving with us like for ages like it just wasn't happening but also at the same time I was enjoying, you know, you just get lost in the rave, like, and you, you know, you're just there for the music, so it's fine. So now, like, I'm just, yeah, I'm just happy that I've like, got my crew. So, yeah, so obviously, like, well, you started then producing, and in fact, the we've got the exact date that you decided to start producing, which is also <laughs> sneakily yeah. hidden on the, uh, on the artwork. For oh, the record. I, I won't say where. Anyone yeah. who buys the record will have to work it out. Um <laughs> Which was December 2019. So, like, talk me through what sparked that decision for you to actually start doing stuff together. Was it after that event? Is that kind of what it was? Or Because I work, I, I've been, like, working four days a week since, I don't know, last year or the year before. So I'd always dedicated, like, one day to music. Hamza, I don't know if that's, we had already been working on music before. I can't remember. No, I don't think, I think... I think I because I I know at the time I was like I was messing around with like machine and Ableton and like making like hip hop beats and stuff like putting like certain things on like SoundCloud and stuff and just like putting music but it wasn't it was just like a hobby thing and then I mean it I still is a hobby Christmas thing. Christmas holidays coming actually it was that it was Christmas it was it was yeah although it had been happening leisurely we Netflix had just moved into like our flat and mm. then. Christmas holidays was coming and I was like, right, let's like just put in money. Let's all invest in some studio equipment and like start making music like properly. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. It was, yeah, but I, I just don't I, I don't, I can't even remember where the conversation, like I don't remember the conversation where it was like me and you should make music. <laughs> I think, I think I in fact, no, actually, 
Do you know what I think it was? I think it was you showed me the God is Woman track. Okay. And then I was like, right, I I feel like I can make something like, why not? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and then yeah, perhaps perhaps that makes sense. Yeah, it must have been something. I feel like it was it was it was a mix of that. Yeah, between like the fact that you lot just got me so gassed that I'm like going home from events here yeah, and making music, and then <laughs> and then also you're on records as well, innit? So I was yeah, I guess from there the conversation yeah, started, didn't yeah, yeah. it? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Oh, nice. Okay. Because you'd, uh, Margaret, you'd been doing. Have you been you've been doing some singing stuff before that? Because I also managed to find one of your tunes where you're just singing on Spotify. Yeah, I mean, well, I've been like singing since I don't know since like I can remember like as when I was had to do the dishes. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I like I remember just singing to myself whilst doing the dishes, and it's just started from there. And then uh, I did GCSE music, and we were like part of a choir. And my music teacher was really good, Mrs. Wait, like she was amazing. Um, and so I did I hadn't I hadn't um trained on any instrument, but I did my GCSE with my voice. So then I was singing more like that. Um, and then once I left, I think I was still part of the choir in sixth form as well. And so by then, like I'm just so used to singing, like I was part of an amateur theatre group as well. So I've just always loved singing. And like frankly, I was in a household that really encouraged that. Um, and so then like when I got to uni, I would write songs and take part in like a lot of um just sort of different open mic events that would happen and things like that. Um, I think I even like performed at Box Park once. Yeah, I did. And yeah, and so then. From there, then I started now exploring, like my other musical passion, I guess, is DJing. But my another way in which I express myself, like musically, is is singing. So how's the how's the like production since that point where you decided to, or you did or did not, kind of decide to make music together, or you started really making music together? How's that like production journey been so far, and what's the kind of like dynamic? Because obviously, when there's two people doing stuff, you get mm. different people who are like good at certain things and interlinking their skills basically when it comes to i don't know when it comes to ideas we'll start ideas like sometimes separate and then then come together to like develop it or sometimes we have an we'll idea just, like, chat on whatsapp yeah we'll like send each other like inspiration back and forth or sometimes we might even just watch it like certain times we'll we'll be at, we'll be at hers like just struggling to make something that we might watch a movie and like the movie might make us think of something so it's like i wouldn't even say like we've got like a like necessarily have a way of working like a mode of working like everything happens everything happens inside of ableton and it's just like whatever bits we do is whatever bits we do you know what i mean and then yeah. certain times like i might take, take a track away and add little bits and then we'll come back together and then but just it would literally be a rotation like it will literally be a rotation where like He'll be sitting in the chair and I'll be sitting on the sofa like next and then maybe just thinking whilst he's doing something. And then we just swap. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it for 12 hours, isn't it? Until something happens. Man. Nice. So um, so the two the two tracks. Um actually let's talk a little bit about before that. Uh so actually, obviously, you've got these two tracks that have just come out through different, but that's not the first track that's been signed by different we've also signed too late which you guys obviously put out in the summer last year 
Um, yeah. Uh, in after the kind of everything that has happened with Christian Respectives video and all the Black Lives Matter protests had kicked off, and there was a big like discussion about how the whitewashing of drum and bass basically and the the track was very much seemed to be like a reaction to the discussion that was going on at the at the moment so can you talk us through like how, how that track came about so i think i started the track um it was actually like first inspired by like this this release i don't know what label it's on it's by a guy called i think small s or smalls and the track is called the track is actually called Can't Think of a Name for a Track. <laughs> and it's like, it's just a, I'm just, it's, it's just, a, it's a very good track, like the, the way the piano is and just instrumentation is very good. And the way they've chopped the breaks is like very, very unique. Like I've never heard breaks used in that way. So I kind of wanted to do something that was similar. And then, so that's when I started the track. And then Margaret, was um like suggesting like samples or um instruments that we might use and then it started from there um you know the piano bit at the beginning that uh, for because for some reason we were i don't know in our just listening to different music but somehow we ended up on the subject of like baroque music and i just remembered baroque music was a style that like we learned at gcse and so then that piano bit, I was like trying to emulate like what if, I think even like a composition that I must have done when I was like fourteen. So like the those little trills in the in the piano, that that was that. So like that's where all those ideas like come from. Yeah, and and then I think like because one thing that I noticed like going to raves and like only had been going to raves only like quite recently um, was that like it was just like a lot of white guys basically and even like my friends in the area like I would tell them like oh you should come to this drum and bass thing but they they will always like be like no that's like a white that's like a white person thing so um what we what we what we done was like we were just talking to a lot of people about um like a lot of the older heads in the scene about like why like how did we get it basically like how did this um how did this start so yeah, I think I'd, through that time, it was just like with the Black Lives Matter thing. And then I was just learning like certain things about like what had happened in the scene and stuff like through the late 90s and then the Christian perspective story. Um, so it's like, I, I like to, um, I don't know. Then it just became like a, with the samples and that, it just became like, I guess, like a concept track. Like, and then like the way that we were I, listening to we were listening to that interview i feel like that actually subconsciously had a big influence as well you know the interview that sort of marked as the schism of drum and bass i think it's the cool fm one with goldie and people calling oh yeah 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 but that has that and the book that i've read um all crews by brian Fortune. again that goes through why the fact that there's not even that many women mentioned in that book, you know, so all of these were things that I think we were kind of thinking about collectively because of like the Black Lives Matter thing that was happening. So it almost provided a backdrop to then think of like jungle in that sense as well. Yeah. And then like with, with, with like the Christian perspective um, video um, and like with a lot of what people was were, were telling me, like I, I'd thought like, like a lot of the best music in the scene was like underground music. 
but it's being largely ignored by like the mainstream or like the commercial figures in the scene. So it was like, I wanted to make the song. Um, so what I did was like basically get liquid, like liquid drum and bass breaks from online. Like really like, you know, like crappy two-step, <laughs> just like really simple, not syncopated beats. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to take your beats and I will do jungle to them and it will be better than what you can do with them. And then that's where it's like, um, like especially out with with like the the, the best um, like we're talking to older heads in the scene. Like a lot of them, or like the the hope. I mean, the solution going forward for a lot of people, I feel like at this time is to like kind of forget like the old guard sort of like the people upholding like exclusive exclusivity at raves and focus on like a more. Um, like inclusive, the more inclusive scene that is growing in the underground right now, or at least going in that direction, and that's where it's like it, like the too late thing came from. Because it's like hey, you lot are too old; it's too late for you. Like you're done now. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like a clash. It was like a clash song, basically. Like we try, I tried to, yeah. we tried to make it like a clash sort of thing, man. Like. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah just like and then like the that arpeggiated bit, I think, is like you and Felix did that bit. Literally, yeah, after yeah, yeah. guys stayed up. That section was you guys, and then like all just mishmash of the rest. Nice. I remember. I still just remember when, because it was Dex had sent me it. it. Was the first time I heard it, and it just blew me away, like straight away. Like the like you <laughs> said, that little arpeggiated bit and the drums and obviously like the samples as well which like obviously are have like a serious subject matter but also like add a like a level of humor to it i think as well yeah, 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 yeah. you know like it's just like chris in respect <laughs> like i love that and uh and yeah like the drums and that's interesting that i didn't realize you'd like just purposefully chosen like crappy drums to prove that you could like do something interesting yeah and i just like chopped up the samples like all different and to venice like it was really early like in i would say in our like rave music like this rave music like mm. period that we've been in yeah and i think the energy just swooped us like i literally yeah. think because Listen back to it, but like, well, this was just I don't even know. Like. Yeah, like when when I li- when I hear those drums now, I don't know how we done that. Like, I don't know how <laughs> we programmed it. Like, like I wouldn't be able to recreate it. It's just it's done now, so it's done. Like, yeah. well, I'm look. Yeah, I'm looking forward to. We finally, we're finally looking like we've got a release date for the. Uh, well, I say release date. Uh, a rough, very rough release time period <laughs> for that, um, <laughs> that album <laughs> that that's going to be on later this year so i'm looking forward to actually putting that one out there because it's uh yeah yeah i'm excited man. i'm so, very excited um so let's move let's fast forward to the or to the matter at hand or the tracks at hand um so these these two seasonal grief and mother of mars like i said earlier i mean they've both got like they've both got a lot of soul a lot of funk to them as well like it feels like the mother of mars has got a proper like rolling drum funk sort of breaking it and obviously mm. seasonal drifts just got that fucking saxophone that just like <laughs> wipes the floor with anyone that listens to it straight away <laughs> so tell me a little bit about like how those how those tracks came about and i mean how, how long have you been working on those ones Season, yeah seasonal grief it started as another track actually like called I think we was gonna call it in life, and it like it had, had yeah it had lyrics, 
And then, I so we'd like recorded the track and like I'd done, like put drums in it and stuff. And then I think t- together we just didn't like it. Like it was something about it that was. Well, I actually didn't mind. Yeah, I didn't like it. Oh, I didn't like it. it. Was... Was... <laughs> I didn't like it at all, to be honest. Like, I just it was something about it that was. It was something about it that irked me. Like it was something about it that just irked me. And then. I can remember one day, like, I was sitting down with it, yeah, and I'd, like, took the vocals off of it, and I was listening to it, and I just didn't know, like, what it needed, but I liked the the synth sound, like, the pad sound. So I remember I asked Felix one day, like, what do you think I need to do with this? Like, I, I have no idea what directions to take this. And then he was like, oh, it sounds like you should put Apache on that. And I was like, I've never used that before. So then, then we started experimenting with that, and then... That I then it started like you know what I mean going in the right direction. And then so what about uh, what about uh, Mother of Mars then? Mother of Mars. I don't know if that was because I remember towards the end of the tune, there's like a vocal that comes in that's my that's me singing. I think that was sampled from an idea that was for something else, but that. But other than that, I know there's like a Kill Bill bit at the beginning. Mm-hmm has like a lot of a cinematic thing that I feel like No Nation's redeveloping, which I really like. Maybe you want to like talk more about that. Um, yeah, I feel like that track, it was like, yeah, I really like film music. So partly it was just like the Kill Bill sample was just, like once I had it, it was like I couldn't not use that because it's incredible. And then, and then I was listening to loads of breakage. So it was like, just the the tightness of the drums and the, the how loud it was and the bass and just like I was really trying to be breakage. I can't lie. I made that. And then and then yeah, then it just progressed from there, innit? And then like the middle bit, I just like where the where the the Jupiter vocal comes in. Like I was experimenting with like just different sound design for bass and stuff. So it was like yeah, it was just it all just sounds that I just made like live. And then thrown them straight into the project, and or like like the experiments happened inside of that song. If you get what I mean, it wasn't like stuff I'd taken from another project. So it was just just yeah, I don't I don't know like like just a lot of discovery in that track. If that makes sense, like just yeah, just more just an experiment of making sounds that I'd never done before. That that's I mean I I say about like the 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 sax in the in seasonal grief but the same i had the same experience with that big huge just massive baseline in um in mother of mars where yeah where it all drops away and then you just have that like eerie vocal come through and then this huge bass just like builds up (laughs) and it just makes you like shake (laughs) and it's 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 interesting that it's called mother of mars because it feels just like fucking cosmic like you know yeah, like you're, yeah, you're yeah, coming over me. the fucking curve of a planet and you've just seen space <laughs> or something it's mad yeah 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 i'm glad i'm glad i'm glad you know like me me and margaret we went to a free party in february and it was just like the loudest experience i've ever had my whole life yeah and like just the way that the bass just covers your whole body it was like that's what i had in mind like swimming in bass yeah <laughs> Excellent. Well, yeah, well, I reckon it's probably about time uh, for us to play these tracks. So basically, uh, just to reiterate for everyone listening, we've asked Hamza and Margaret to pick five tracks each for music that's 
inspired them or means something to them. Um, and yeah, we're going to play you the tracks and get them to talk a little bit about each of them. Uh, so yeah, so we're going to start off uh, with one of Hamza's picks, uh, which is VC by the by his deeds, which is two thousand bit of reggae to start off with. So, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. To intro this track for us. Yeah, so um, I didn't really. First of all, yeah, this I just want to say the vocal on this track is just the most shade that you can ever throw at people in one song. Yeah, but. Yeah, so I never really grew up listening to a lot of reggae music. Like, I never, it was never in my household or anything like that. So, but I discovered this track through Spotify. I don't know how, like, it just come up on the radio. And it was just, like, the science of the bass line and, like, the triplets that come in. And, yeah, just, for, like, obviously with rave music, so much so much of it is inspired, like, so much of the bass line is inspired by reggae. Like, I feel like reggae and dub artists, like, they really, like, they're the king of bass line, basically. Like, if you want... If you want good bass inspiration, like this is the music to listen to. Sitting in your church on Sunday, thinking who you're gonna screw Monday, who you're gonna teeth, who you're gonna rap, take it as me till you say you can't fool. People upon your lane, cause I saw you get wicked when you lick the coat. By his deeds, shall a man be now? Wanna ask you for a piece of bread, you give him stout. By his deeds, shall a man be now? Nanty up your head, I worship Babylon Chow. By his deeds, shall a man be now? Straighten up your liberty and don't walk down. By his deeds, shall a man be now? Some money man with your big money plan Tell me where you get your first money from How you plant your feel, how you make your deal Then come tell your picnic, them feel do so weed Left your air condition office and gonna bar Impress a little easy girl with your pretty car When you're done she says she have to get paid What a fret you are go fret when you hear she have By his deeds shall a man be now for a piece of bread, you give him stout. By his deeds, shall a man be known. Nanty up your head, I worship Babylon Chow. By his deeds, shall a man be known. Straighten up your liberty and don't bow down. By his deeds, shall a man be known. What a way you reach for Every lyrics where you have me say I'm your one Oh, you a tell a man feel lick shot When you never get a lick yet We feel it hard If you a warrior Tell me where you fight for And if I justice make you put up on a lighter But if I vanity jewelry and such Remember say me tell you say you soon get By his deeds shall a man be known 
ask you for a piece of bread, you give him stout. By his deeds shall a man be known. Naughty up your head, I worship Babylon Joe. By his deeds shall a man be known. Straighten up your liberty and don't bow down. By his deeds shall a man be known. church on Sunday, thinking who you're gonna screw Monday, who you're gonna teeth, who you're gonna rob, take it as me tell you, say you can't fool God do, every day you ball out Jaja, call yourself a dreadlocks rasta, terrorize the people find your lane, cause I saw you get wicked when you lick the coat, by his deeds shall a man be now, man I ask you for a piece of bread, you give him stout. By his deeds shall a man be known Naughty up your head and worship Babylon Joe By his deeds shall a man be known Straighten up your liberty and don't walk down By his deeds shall a man be known By his deeds shall a man be known By his deeds shall a man be known Cool, so that was uh, By His Deeds by VC. Uh, next up, we're going with a proper legend, Tupac. This is a uh, choice by you, Maggie. Do you want to tell us a little bit about this track? Yeah, I think one of my first sort of like, well, actually, no, when I was, um, I think, 11 or I can't remember when, but my uncle bought me um, a, a CD. It was actually Nas. But that's how I started getting into hip hop. And then I heard the tune, must have come across Tupac, obviously, Do For Love. And like since then, it's just been something that I've like listened to on repeat so much. Like whenever I've done like uh, hip hop karaoke, that's the tune that I perform word for word, hands like in the air and everything. Um, and actually, funnily enough, I didn't realize till later that the, until actually one of my jams with Hamza, that the Do For Love is a sample of Bobby Cadwell. It was actually Hamza who showed me. Bobby Cadwell, because I'd never heard of him prior. So just that whole, that I love the tune and it ends up being a sample, it's like just, just this, the sickness of music.
holding on, trying to be strong in the process, keep it going, about to lose my composure, I'm getting close to packing up and leaving notes, and getting ghosts, tell me who knows, a peaceful place where I can go, to clear my head, I'm feeling low, losing control, my heart is saying leave, oh what a tangle where we weave, when we conspire to conceive, and now you're getting balls at the house, guess you're cheating, that's all I need to hear, cause I'm leaving, I'm out the door, never no more when you see me, this is the end, cause now I know you've been cheating, I'm a Maggie, we're sticking with you now, and this next one is uh, by Something Soweto. So, talk us through this track. Yeah, these are. I mean, this is a, a artist that I've like discovered more recently. I think it might have been Hamza who showed me him. I'm not sure, but um, a South African artist. And I remember, like, I've always been into, into house and whatnot, but I didn't know about South African house until I went there, like back in 2015, 16, like I think when I went with Felix. So we were just going to the bars in Cape Town. We were like, wait, 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 what is this music? Like, what's, what is this? Um, and so then I like that tune. I just, it's just another example of like some of the brilliant South African house and just music that's coming out.
Hamza, we're going back to you now and we're going all the way back to 1979. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this one is by Franco Michalizzi, which mm-hmm. that's exactly how you pronounce it. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure you've ever been <laughs> Yeah. It sounds like you got that right, though. I reckon it's, quite, um, it's, it's probably all right. I don't think it's going <laughs> to Yeah. So the song Sadness Theme, I first heard it. Um, I went, one of my friends has a show on NTS. Um, uh, the Gaza Strip. Uh, so I was in the studio with him uh, one day. He was recording it, and he played this track in the middle of his set. And it was just like I had to ask him where it was because it, it was. It's the instrumentation is amazing, um, and he he told me about like old uh, like Italian composers that used to make music for Hollywood um, like through the seventies, and like a lot of funk music and a lot of like orchestral funk and um, just like orchestral sounds, um, orchestral soul music, uh, and I have to think just playing music through that period was amazing. And uh, this is this is like a prime example of that, basically. Yeah, this is a great track. And I was saying to you just before this, just before we started recording this, about uh, you played it in your Technicality mix, which if anyone hasn't heard No Nation Technicality mix sessions mix, mm-hmm. then you have to go and check it out after this show. 
because uh, it's it's wicked. But yeah, I was I've been meaning to ask you what this track is, and now I know. So I'm very very happy. Yeah, with it's, it's wicked, man. It's wicked. This is like it's like it's like butter for your ears. Like it's just <laughs> it's just so nice in headphones, man. Yeah, it's like it's really I find it's really laid back, but there's also at the same time this like just sense of grandeur, like you were saying yeah, about yeah, liking cinematic music, and it just feels like huge, but big, also like really big. Chilled. Yeah, yeah, it's the power of the orchestra, isn't it? Okay, so we're sticking we're sticking with you Hamza and we're sticking with the 70s as well going back a few years this one's 1976 mm-hmm. Bill Conti uh 
And I believe this track is from the Rocky soundtrack. <laughs> so it's like I really love the Rocky films. Like, like I was obsessed with the Rocky films growing up. Yeah, like obsessed. Like I, my other passion in life is boxing. So I was like intensely, intensely obsessed with Rocky growing up, and um, partly because of the music as well. Because the music is like uh, so well put together and it's so iconic. But this track in particular, like, it's not one that people talk about. And it's when like Rocky goes back to trade to to work at the meat factory, like having fallen off the top, yeah. Um, and so he's just kind of just had like a great life and then all of a sudden been knocked off the top and then gone back to his old job. So it's like, the track really captures that mood. I've always loved film music, innit? Like I was saying earlier, like soul music, I feel like is any music with feeling, innit? So um, film music more than any genre, like has to convey like a convincing feeling. Like, and I think this, just the way the instruments work in this track, like the, the arrangement, everything is so well put together and thought. And it's just, it's, it's another example of that 70s Italian right, film music, isn't it? That composers and stuff. Well, yeah, enjoy this one. Uh, this is Reflections by Bill Conti.
so we're going to change up the styles uh, quite a lot now to something you probably will never, well, you've definitely never heard anything like this on this show before. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's a wicked track. Um, so, yeah. Margaret, talk us through this next one from Laura Marling. Yeah. Um, Laura Marling, like as a vocalist, is someone who like as a I guess a teenager like I would sing along to and like harmonize to and like uh I just really enjoyed her and, and still enjoy her music her lyricism as well and like I remember when I first started writing music like I made the decision like I remember just being quite young and making the decision like I'm not just going to be another girl just talking about love and I just really like the way that Laura Marling like um explores like so many weird dark topics in a sort of very monotone but still like a lot of feeling way like I just I love her music so much and you were saying earlier that like you're you're quite into folk quite a lot yeah yeah like I always say I wish I knew how to play the guitar um because I feel like actually the way I sing I'd like to be able to hear my voice like with a guitar more um and yeah, I've always liked, obviously there's just a big range of, of folk music. I would say some of like the music from my my tribe, I'm from the higher tribe in Tanzania, is like folk music as well. And like the the way and you do the tricks, the little trips in the in the vocal and like stuff like that. So yeah, really big into folk music. Nice. Well, maybe the guitar, maybe that's the next, that's the next project when- uh... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> honestly, honestly. Wicked. Oh yeah, this is uh, I Can Speak Because I Can by Laura Marling. My husband left me last night Left me a poor and lonely I cooked the meals and he got the light And now I'm just due for the rest of my time For he, oh he, oh my I speak because I can To anyone I trust enough to listen And you speak because you can to anyone who'll hear what you say I swear it was not my choice I used to be so kind Never rode my bike down to the sea Midnight dreamer, I 
We're going into some modern soul now. Um, I love this track. When you sent this over uh, earlier, Hamza, I've mm. um, so it's Children of Zeus. It's someone I've not really. I've they've always been there, and I've kind of heard bits and bobs just from like following some of the other like Manchester artists and stuff. But <clears> I've <throat> never really delved into them, and this track's just wicked. So, yeah, tell me tell me about this this track by Children of Zeus. Yeah, I think this track is just like in arrangement is so good because it's like very few, it's like very sparse, like with the elements that they use, but they just dance around each other so well. Especially like where the side stick comes in, like the rhythm or like the the, the keys in the background, like the the drawn out notes, and then the stabs come in all that at like surprising moments. And then it's just like the way that they've put it together, like the 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 feeling is it's 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 no one, no one doesn't like this track. Like everyone likes this track, so it's just the, they've they've clocked the science of it so so precisely and so that they've just managed to get everyone on the same wave. You know what I mean? And I, I really love this. Yeah, I really love this this track. It's so beautiful. Oh, 
rise and get lifted, you will live gifted. You operate on survival. I can't wait for revival. Yo, I just pray that it finds you. It came from the soul. It resonates what you feel inside. These love songs harmonizing the key of life. You don't read the sign, just free your mind, won't even talk. Communicate at the speed of thought, breathing. A couple more seconds, let go, I'll take you. You see these vibrations? It came from the soul.
Cool, so we're going to rewind the clock again now. Uh, we're going back to, as I have it, 1987 with this next one uh, from Lady Smith, Black Mombazo. Margaret, tell us about this track. So they are a South African, I guess you could say a cappella group, and they are a group who like, I grew up listening to. Um, so like, mum would put that CD on, like on a Saturday morning and like you would hear the music and know that it was like time to clean, but then also then have a nice breakfast. So it's like, there's that memory uh, in my head. And also we used to go to, we used to go to this um, Lutheran church once a month and that service was done in Swahili. And so then, and because I'm from Tanzania, we speak Swahili. And so then I remember like the uncles there would sing in the same way that, you know, you're hearing this tune. So there's just like, I'm just a sucker for Bantu harmonies, basically. <laughs> nice. Well, yeah, there's, I was, when I was listening to it in preparation for this, uh, it's like the name of the track is Rain, Rain, Beautiful Rain. And my first thought was like the way that the, yeah, the way that the, like the harmonies are layered, it feels like it's like washing over you. Like it literally gave mm. me tingles, like listen, mm. <laughs> listening to each layer come in. It's an amazing track. So uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I hope everyone enjoys this one. For rain, for rain, for rain, for rain, beautiful rain, don't disturb me, beautiful rain. Oh, come, never come, oh, come, never come, oh, come to me. Beautiful rain, oh come, never come, oh come, never come, oh come to me. Beautiful rain, 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 rain. Beautiful rain, 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 rain. Beautiful rain, oh come, never come, oh come, never come, oh come to me. Beautiful rain, when the sun says good night. To the mountain, I am dreaming. Say good night. When the sun says good night, to the mountain, I am dreaming. After sun, say good night. When the sun goes down, the birds from the trees are singing sweet for the night. When the sun says good night, to the mountain. I am dreaming of the sun, said good night. When the sun goes down, the birds on the trees are singing sweet for the night. When the sun says good night to the mountain, I am dreaming of the sun, said good night. 
When the sun goes down, the birds on the trees are singing sweet for the night. When the sun says good night to the mountain, I am dreaming of the sun. Say good night. Rain, 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 rain. Beautiful rain. Rain, 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 rain. Beautiful rain. So yeah, so uh, we're getting into our last two tunes now. And uh, first up is our last one from you, Hamza, which is uh, Lord Patchy by Future T. And I know you love this track because uh, age, this is when this album came out, I think I remember uh, seeing you like post about or maybe even messaging you on Instagram. For yeah, that track is deep. <laughs> that track, listen, on that that whole that whole album is good, yeah. But that Lord Apache track, that's that's deep. And you know what it is, yeah. Like I've never really liked Apache break. Like I don't really, I'm not. I don't. I, it's not a break that I draw for. But because I, I I've not really listened to like a lot of tracks that inspire me like that use Apache. But like two tracks that I can think of are like made up sound. Everyone loves that, and um, and this this Lord Apache one. But and and if you listen, if you obviously if you listen to Seasonal Grief, you'll hear the inspiration. Like it's clear you can hear the inspiration because I've never I've never heard anyone use the Apache in that way. And it would just I couldn't let this track come out without like giving giving Future T props in it that. I've never heard a track in that way. And people might think that Seasonal Grief is a very good track, but all heads must bow. Like, he really, really, really killed the game on that. It's an amazing track. It makes me, it's it's almost like a, like, Balearic, like, um, you know, kind of like Ibiza chill out track. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It feels Yeah, like- and then the, but the horns, it's just all the sections of it. And then the way the the break flips up and in headphones it's just all mixed down nice and yeah it just that track all round is just like smashes it Right. 
into our final track now uh and the honor goes to shiba q on this one introduce this final track for us yeah so 
this tune is actually the first jungle tune that ever made me cry like when I first heard it um uh, DJ Ron Dangerous and like I can remember the bit specifically I, it's the bit where and I've been trying to find that sample to this day but I can't the bit where like the vocal um like sample comes in at the end like I'm on my way or something like that um but I don't I don't even know what it was it must be like the way that the song is made and built up to the point where it gets to that point and like you, you know so I love that tune um so much so that's why I included that one in this list it is a, it is a wicked track it's so like it feels so like loose like in terms of its structure and all the little samples coming in and out you know I was listening to, when I was listening to it it felt like because it's really summery as well like it's got mm. that like warm bouncy bass line and stuff and yeah, it felt yeah. like being out in like the street in the summer and hearing like all the sounds like people mm. playing like people like carnival or something yeah, like that exactly like there's yeah. that bit with the weird little laughter that comes in yeah, and, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. all these like different things getting thrown at you it's amazing um so yeah thank you very much we're gonna play out with this track and and leave everyone with it so thank you both very much for joining me on the show thank you for having us yeah thank you so much and uh yeah if anyone that's listened to this you will have actually already heard both of the tracks seasonal grief uh, and mother of mars because i played them earlier on in the show but uh yeah if anyone hasn't gone and copped it yet then what are you fucking playing at <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> all right cheers guys thank you very much all right thank you and here we go dj ron dangerous see you later
Listening to that same old drone bass music shit? Head over to www.differentmusic.com and listen to some fire. (laughs) 